Enough bullshit. Oh yeah, now this is the, where the real work begins. <laughs> um, our, business, Patrick. Yeah, this, that's how all my meetings go. Like, I just want to make sure everyone knows that this is business right up front. That's why you have Marcus Phoenix come in and say, this is business, Patrick. I have him on retainer. You know, he runs one of those websites where you just pay someone. Kind of like, what is it? Uh, John St. John does that. Like the Duke Nukem guy. You can just pay money on his website and he will say basically anything <laughs> you want. Which I don't know why more people don't exploit that. Because that just seems... That seems like a thing people should do. The internet loves to throw money at hilarious things. Yeah. Just get the word. Well, now they're going to. <laughs> Good work, Patrick. See, that's, John see, that's, some money. see, I made it just sound like that was just like idle conversation, but you just mentioned that in a thing, and then people will go and do it on the internet. And that's why this is business. Exactly. Um, all right, for the people listening at home, what, what, are, you, what are you doing here at GDC? <laughs> explain, explain why they let you in. Uh, well, first of all, hi, I'm Steve Gaynor. <laughs> uh... Well, they already know you from earlier in the week. Oh, Your nice. intro happened earlier. Thanks for thanks for having me back on the show, Patrick. Uh, I'm I'm Steve. I'm, I'm I'm working on a game called Gone Home that we talked about like on the Bombcast when we very first announced it. And it was super early and super great box. And now we were uh, lucky enough to be nominated in the Independent Games Festival at GDC for the new, brand new, freshly minted uh, narrative uh, category. Um, and so we're showing the game on the show floor at GDC, letting people play it, seeing what they think about it, and uh, talking to a bunch of journalists that are around for the thing. Um, your game must be tough to show at a thing like this, though. Like it's you got to have people have headphones on and sort of kind of an immersive experience. So what what has that been like, or is that is that challenging to try and have people play a game like that in a in a, in a show like this? It's it's weirdly been the opposite direction. Like um, <clears throat> so, for one. I highly endorse the Bose QC15 active noise canceling headphones because we, you know, we were like we. So gone home, yeah, a very, like quiet kind of like, I would call the sound design subtle as far as there's not a lot of explosions or anything right. louder because you're just there's no dubstep. <laughs> well, actually, the way it's, the time it's set, there couldn't be dubstep. It it would be a time paradox for there to be dubstep. Um, but yeah, it's just about exploring a house on your own in the middle of the night. So we knew it was going to be really important that people could actually hear it. So yeah, we I, I went to like Fry's and we tried on a bunch of the headphones and all of them are just like, oh, I guess this kind of blocks sound a little bit. And then there are these ones that like have a battery in the headset and you put them on and it's like pressing a mute button on everything outside of the headphones. It's fucking weird. And so like, you're like, all right, well, this is expensive, but I mean... It, People aren't going to get the game if they can't fucking hear it. So, so we brought the headphones with us, and people put it on, and they're playing and they're playing. And then, like twenty minutes later, we're like, uh, "Hey, we got a line." And like, oh, oh, sorry, you know. And so, like, I think it's it's actually a really it's a nice it's, problem to have. It's it's a good sign to see that even in like one of probably the worst possible venues to play our game, if we can shut out the the outside sound and have you just like get hooked into it, people are like really connecting with it so so I hope that means that the experience is even better when you're actually at your house not in a convention center <laughs> with a bunch of fluorescent lights but that'd be a really weird place for somebody to play that game well they're, they're doing it now <laughs> so uh, you know when you start first developing the game like you see it your team sees it and then you start showing that game to like friends and family yeah. uh, this is probably the widest or the most random cross section of an audience to play it yet so yes. would it a, what has that been like? And then B, what have you noticed when you when you talk to people? What what kind of they responded to? Um, well, yeah. So this is the first time that we've had it in. You know, this is. I mean, GDC isn't like a public thing, but but just like any attendee can come up and, and play it. Um, 
and it's not anywhere near the craziness of like PAX, uh, but but it is still like the first time that just people just like walk up to the booth and like, oh, what's this game? I'll give it a try. You know, which is which is great to see those people like get, get it kind of without having any expectations from like knowing about it beforehand. But like, uh, it's just been really it's been really interesting seeing how people play because I think there's like a fairly straightforward play style that most people have which is just being kind of methodical with how you explore the house and like kind of like you know search every room thoroughly to find everything and then you move on but there are some people that, that we see play who kind of like they're much more active in just sort of like moving through the house like they kind of come in and like look at a couple things and then like go further to, and and they they sort of bounce all over the house and and explore in like a much less kind of like meticulous fashion and we've also had a lot so at the beginning of gone home there are parts of the house that are locked off from the beginning. Like, you can't go into the basement at first or, like, the attic. Um, but, like, a big part of the downstairs and the upstairs is all open to you from the beginning. And just because of how the stuff is laid out, at least in our places so far, almost everybody comes into the foyer. There's a big-ass staircase in front of them that, like, lights up. But then they start looking around in the foyer and then go out the first floor exit, like, and, and go into the west hall and explore downstairs first. Um because it's uh, that's just how people generally interact with this stuff like you fully explore the space you're in first and then in this case you forget about that big lit up staircase by the time you hit this open door and you just go through it but we've had a lot of people on the show floor who yeah it's just like oh stairs I'll go up that and kind of have the experience in that order so it has been really interesting to see people that aren't like you know devs or gamers uh, necessarily, you know, because there's a lot of, like... If you hear you have some sort of tangential connection to the industry, but you but, may not be, like, the hardcore gamer that's like, I played Minerva's Den yeah, or something exactly. like that. like, because there's, there's devs that do, like, mobile and so, social and, like, hardware. middleware. Yeah, like... They make trees for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like, speed tree is here, and there's hardware developers and, and whatever. So, like, yeah, everybody's connected to the industry, but there's a lot of people here who aren't, like, hardcore FPS gamers or anything. And so it's just interesting to see the variance in how people connect with, with the game that's, that's different than the kind of sample set we've had up to, up to this point. But there haven't been any really, like, big surprises. Like, it's, it's been good to see that people just kind of sit down and they get it and they can have the experience that they want to have exploring the house. Do you, like, have, like, a notebook where you're writing down these observations? Like, is this stuff, like, you find observing these play styles to be, like, really informative for where you go forward? Or has what you observe more just, like, reinforced we've been on the right track just keep doing what we're doing. Well, I, I think that, <clears throat> like, we very intentionally did a lot of playtesting with, you know, groups of, of people that, that we know um, before we submitted the IGF build, and so, uh, like, for the contest in October of last year. Um, and so, yeah, I think it had most of the... I mean, we haven't noticed any kinks that people have discovered that we didn't work out, you know, during, through that process. Because um, we did, like, we sent, like, I don't know, two or three versions to people, and they would say, oh, I, I, I got lost because it was hard to find this one thing, and, you know, so it's like, okay, we can do better at that. Um, so, at this point, you know, like, we internally made this part of the house that's in the, in the IGF build last year... And we got it to like a you know fairly good level of polish. Like it feels, I think it it feels pretty pretty finished as far as just like it doesn't feel like there's stuff missing or like you know missing textures or any stuff. There's nothing placeholder in it, right? Um, 
but to do that, we had to not build the rest of the house at all. So, like, behind those locked doors in the IGF build, there's just nothing. <laughs> so, so we since then, our job has been to kind of start the process over and build the rest of the house and continue to develop it and add polish to it and everything. So um, it's great to see people play here and, and kind of get their their personal impressions and just what they say about the game immediately after they play it, you know, in, like, right. this sort of unstructured form. It's not like, oh, I'll, I'll think about it and write up an email. It's like, I just played that, and here's the first thing that's on my mind is 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 really valuable compared to, like, oh, we're going to get, like, playtest data out of this, you know? Um, but it has been really, really a, a new experience and cool just to have people play it and, and, and just hear their kind of, like, off-the-cuff impressions of of what it was like for them. Like, are, there, are there any constants or themes you've heard from people when they tell you their, like, like immediate gut response to the game? Um, I mean, we're very grateful that, that people have been really, really nice about it. You know? Like, sure, Because yeah. it's one of those things where it's hard, I think. I know it is. It's hard to turn around and be like, eh. Has <laughs> so, anyone done that? Um, well, I haven't actually been at the booth. A lot of them talking to... People like you. Um, so, a convenient so, excuse. So maybe they did, but they didn't do it to me. Uh, no, I mean, everything... A lot of people have been very positive, which is, which is really nice. And we've had, we've had people, like, a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't want to stop playing, which is, like, really cool. And I know that it's, like, self-selecting, and, you know, if there was somebody that was just kind of like, eh, they'd probably just say thanks, you know, right. and, and leave or whatever. Um but I, I think people connect with the with the environment and and the feeling of place and and the the era because you know it doesn't take long to find artifacts in the house that kind of reinforce where you are and uh, people have, have have seemed to really enjoy that you know kind of I guess immersive feeling of of like just inhabiting the house and having a chance to to do that. Um, so so yeah, we've. Um, Thank you, everybody who's, who's come and played, because it really means a lot to us to, to have people put their hands on it and and, and see that and, and get to hear what they think. Um, and we're just really grateful for the opportunity to, to, to be here and have access to, like, all these awesome devs and journalists uh, that, are, that, are, that are getting to actually, actually play Gone Home. Um, when you go through the process of, like, creating the build that you wanted to submit to the IGF, you know, like you said, that and you kind of have to create this, not linear, but you have to sort of like start boxing things off so it gives you like this best understanding of like this is kind of the how the game should play or, or how a player will ideally play it uh, or experience it. Do you find that process to be beneficial or does that like drive you mad to have to start like axing all of these things to try and create the ideal, you know, because the way the kind of game you're making is, you know, you, you don't have to have an ideal path or like it's just a house. So like, do you find that process to be to be interesting at all? Well, it, it actually is, um, it matches the structure that the, that the full game's going to have. Because, like, we, we didn't just block the basement and add it because they don't exist, but also because the first part of the game, uh, story-wise, takes place in, you know, the, the part of the house that, that, that is in the, the demo. And then, like, you get, uh, you know, the key to the next area kind of at the, the end of the story stuff that you find in the first section of the house. And then you can move on, unlock a new part of the house. And for us, um, you know, we were like, okay, we'll build, you know, quote-unquote part one of the game, and that'll be our demo because it's sort of like act one of a thing. It introduces the characters and the 
and the, the conflicts and, and stuff to start setting things up. Um, and uh, uh, it leads naturally into saying, like, okay, part two takes place in these parts of the house, and so we'll actually, like, build them and actually put the key in the game and start testing that. Um, but, but that said, like, yeah, we, we want, like, the thing is, the thing that's interesting about working, about doing that kind, this kind of design work on Gone Home, and it's something that I learned how to do working on, like, Bioshock 2 and Minerva's Den, is telling a linear story in a non-linear space, which has interesting challenges, and there's a lot of very concrete uh, design techniques you do to support that. But for us, it means that we wanted to lock off as little as possible, like make the gaining as chunky as possible. Like, okay, there's, like it's really only like four parts of the house that that are are you know blocked off from each from each other total. Um, and for us, it, it's like the reason for that is not to to be like puzzly and be like, oh, you have to figure out how to unlock it. Um, or to handhold the player too much because like each section is, is really big and you can explore it in in different orders and we can't expect you to get object A before object B. Um, but that said, we wanted to say, okay, you can't just go straight into the basement first because I feel like that betrays the player's trust that we're going to like give them the ability to understand the story. It's like, okay, I'll just pick up a book and flip to chapter three. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Who are all these people? And like, that's that's a bad experience for us, but we also wanted all of the all the, the the pieces of chapter one to be this distributed, nonlinear set of 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 clues and and story building artifacts that you piece together. And basically, we have given you the chance. You know, we have like 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 given you the opportunity to find all of that stuff before you find the key to the next area. And now, you know, you're kind of like, okay, I must be done here, I'll move on. Um, so it's like, it's an organizing thing for, for us as opposed to like a puzzle thing. Um, but that said, we also know that a lot, a lot of players are going to want like a very, um, a more purist exploration experience. I think just, I get, to, just give me the house, yeah, let me go yeah. see it. I, I, I acknowledge that I will break the, 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 the nature of the storytelling yeah. and let's just shake hands and let me go do my thing. Yeah, and, and I think I talked to you about modifiers when 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 you played the, the game in November. But yeah, it's like we we give you know we give you that, that disclaimer that's like any of these checkboxes you hit is kind of like a non standard experience. So like you know what you're getting into, but if you want to hit the checkbox that says unlock all doors you can just have the whole house unlocked from the beginning and you can go straight to the basement or straight to the attic or whatever. And, you know, we have uh, our version of, like, audio diaries in the game, which you find certain significant objects that are, like, significant to the to the main character, Sam, and you'll hear part of her, like, diary about what's happened to her over the last year, um, you know, through voice. And some people, you know, playtesters are like, oh, that felt like off because I felt like it's just supposed to be about exploring and finding stuff and so similarly you know you can turn off audio diaries you can unlock all the doors some people found the game really scary just because it's dark and you know being in a dark house alone is like a freaky it sucks yeah I did that I did adult and as a kid it still sucks it's it's just you you have this irrational unease about your dark living room in the middle of the night because your brain knows it's just my living room but you're still like uh, I can't see what's in there, you know. And so, like, a modifier is start with all the lights in the house on. 
fuck it, right? Like, because because I don't like the thing that's that's it is not interesting for me as a designer to say you have to play our game the exact way we we say. It's much more important to me to say to a player that's like, oh, I wanted to find out the story of your game, but it was just too fucking creepy. Say, all right, let's make it less creepy so you can enjoy the story. Or I I I was annoyed because I hit all these locked doors. I don't like finding keys. It's just so gamey or whatever. It's like, hey, man, <laughs> if, if that's the experience you want to have, it's not hard for us to put in that functionality to just say all locked doors at new game are no longer locked. But it's also like, that's, I imagine there would be some designers that would say, like, we don't want to give up that part of the process, that, like, the sort of authorial intent of this is the game we made and this is sort of the, the path we want you to go on, like, I can imagine some designers saying, like, we don't, that's not, that's not how our game works. No, I think absolutely. I think that, you know, it, it all depends on what what you're trying to do, right? Like, because some designers, it's like, I'm designing one experience, and it's important that you have that experience, because that's what I want to get across to people. And, like, I totally understand that. But, you know, I kind of come from the opposite direction, where it's like, as much as I can do to give you the ability to tailor the experience to what you want it to be, I would much rather... Like we're an interactive medium, right? It's not, it's not like a movie where you're like, oh, I don't really like that guy's blue shirt. Can you reshoot that scene for me? It's like we're making something that's a computer program, and we have the ability to say, I would really be. I, I imagine the game being more like this, you know, because right. I feel like there there are all these potential experiences within what we've built, and and. We do have a default experience. It's like we want to have some, you know, very high-level guidance through the house so you get the story in a comprehensible order. And we want to have Sam telling part of her story in her own words and you hear her voice and kind of have that human connection with her. And, like, that's... If you just hit play, that's what what you're going to do. But, but you know, if you're a player that, that says, I want an exploration simulator, you know... I want to make it more like I pictured it being in my head, and we can do that. Like, it, it's. I think there's a line <clears throat> that 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 we can walk between. Because <clears throat> I know that, that going too far with this would be like pandering. You know, it's like, oh, I I I wish that uh, that that the, the the main character was a dude instead of a chick or whatever. And it's like, okay, we'll record a dude voice. And, you know, like it, it's it's not like this isn't like roll your own game. Like, right. Oh, we'll we'll just we'll. We'll change our game as a as, as a as a as an entity, like as a uh, the thing that it, like we'll change the nature of our game right. to please you. It's not like that, but it is like <clears throat> there are these aspects of it that I feel like to like the core of the experience of Gone Home, which is about exploring and discovering story. There are these more specific aspects that they don't like damage the core of the game they just give you access to different ways of engaging with with what I think is really important about the game cool Steve thanks for your time yeah no great talking to you and uh, hope you're better soon <laughs> yeah I'm working you, on it you can't see this dude but he's all slinged up and I'm, I'm just like <laughs> laying on the ground I'm just wheezing really hard it's <laughs> It's really not going. This I got a filter on this on this microphone that just tries to make me sound normal. <laughs> I, I tried to talk. I, I you might have noticed I kind of go on sometimes. I give long answers. I did it so that Patrick can recover just a little bit quicker. 
because I, I see, like, I can tell that he's just gathering all his energy to knit his bones together whenever he doesn't have to be talking. So, so I'm like, I'm helping you, Patrick. You'll do it, man. I appreciate that. All right, all right thanks for your time, Steve. Good talk to you. See you.